This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 640, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. My beloved, this unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Word of God, allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story, a non-fiction story, uh, and to see the unfolding of God's plan in the past, in the present, and in the future, in history the present, and the future. Today we are reading the Song of Solomon, chapter 3, which was not done by design in the campaign that we have encouraged married couples to participate in. And uh, that is, I have encouraged Christian couples who are uh, married uh, properly and right, a man born as a man, a woman born as a woman, it is the most beautiful thing on God's green earth when a man gets with a woman. Most beautiful thing on earth. And don't you ever forget it. And I tried to warn Hollywood, do not make a movie about some homosexuals. I tried to. They didn't listen to me. We don't want that. Look at me real good. We do not want that. I don't care if you like it or not. And and the, the box office proved that this past week with the... I, I don't know anything about this movie. I have no interest in knowing anything about it. All I know is that it bombed. It failed miserably. I believe the title of the abominable uh, abomination movie is titled Bros. In the picture, the ungodly, demonic abominable picture for the movie was two ugly, stinking, hairy men with their hands on each other's buttocks. The devil is a lie. I, I, t I try to tell them, we don't want to see that mess. And America, America showed, America told them by not going to that damnable movie from hell. Huh? Uh, we don't want that. But now, and this goes, excuse me, and this goes both ways. There's nothing like a, a man and a woman getting together and, the, and, if you will, the magic that is between them. And, and, and that's the money shot in all movies. You can be talking about monsters or big old mechanical giants, but there's always a man going after a woman. Sometimes the woman going after the man is all good. It's beautiful. That's heavenly. 
<laughs> That's how it's supposed to be, baby. <clears throat> you you uh see a ro uh, a rom com. You can pretty much tell the man is saying if he is watching it with his wife or whatever. The man is saying he's gonna get that. And the woman is saying she's going to be God. Uh, she's going to let him get with her. And that's the money shot. Now, I want to tell you something else. Uh, there's, there's no uh, better shot. There's no better money shot. You know, we don't have to see it. Uh, see them all having real sex and all of that. But there's no better money shot than a man kissing a woman in a real sense. I don't care who you are. Men like it and women love it. That's why at weddings and special anniversaries, everybody, everybody want to see you kiss. Hey, that's it. They want to see that. Huh? There's nothing wrong with it. It, it. That's the that's that's a beautiful thing, my friend, and especially if the people can kiss. And they don't even have to use their tongue and do French kissing or anything like that. Out in public. But but now when a person who really knows how to put it on a, that's a beautiful thing, huh? Huh? Can you say amen? I know you can. I know you can. That's what drives the movies still. Not no doggone bros, man. Stinking bros. Are you kidding me? Don't get me started. I, I've already preached the gospel. I should be relaxed, but see, sometimes. People in America, even in, this, in our wicked America, Sodom and Gomorrah, almost America, they saw the picture of two men with their hands on their buttocks, on each other's buttocks. They said, no, I'm not going to see that. I ain't buying no popcorn for that. Lord, help me to go on. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing the word of God at the Song of Solomon, chapter 3. My wife got carried away here last night when I was reading the word of God. I said, you can't be doing that. It's the word of God here. But uh, we'll see what she does tonight. I believe she's going to try to keep a straight face. By night on my bed, I sought him whom my soul loveth. I sought him, but I found him not. I will rise now and go about the city in the streets and in the broadways. I will seek him. Whom my soul loveth, I sought him, 
but I found him not. The watchmen that go about the city found me, to whom I said, Saw ye him whom my soul loveth? It was but a little that I passed from them, but I found him whom my soul loveth. I held him and would not let him go until I had brought him into my mother's house and into the chamber of her that conceived me. I charge you, O ye daughters of Jerusalem, by the rows and by the hinds of the field, that ye stir not up, nor awake my love, till he please. Who is this that cometh out of the wilderness, like pillars of smoke, perfumed with myrrh and frankincense? But I, I normally don't interrupt this, but have you ever smelled frankincense and myrrh? It's something about it. No wonder it was present when Jesus came into the world. It's something about it. Pardon me. With all powders of the merchant, behold his bed, which is Solomon's. Three score valiant men are about it of the valiant of Israel. They all hold swords, being expert in war. Every man hath his sword upon his thigh because of fear in the night. King Solomon made himself a chariot of the wood of Lebanon. He made the pillars thereof of silver, the bottom thereof of gold, the covering of it of purple, the midst thereof being paved with love, for the daughters of Jerusalem. Go forth, O ye daughters of Zion, and behold King Solomon with the crown wherewith his mother crowned him in the day of his espousals and in the day of the gladness of his heart. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and thank you for all of your holy word. And I thank you, Lord, for the Song of Solomon Love Banquet found here in your word. And also, Lord, I thank you for the wonderful Song of Solomon Love Banquets we would have at the Gospel Light Church uh, years ago during the Valentine season. And Lord, I give you the glory, praise, and honor for those times and for these times. And remind your people, husbands and wives who are married legally and biblically, that they are to enjoy each other uh, in the spirit of the Song of Solomon love banquet and your holy word. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray and for his sake. Amen. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, 
friends and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, um, evangelistic and family uh, services and family members of the standing between the living and the dead uh, service. My beloved, this is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode, if you will, number 179. Come and go to that land. Come and go to that land. Come and go to the land where I am bound. I am bound. Don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to the land where I am bound? I have a savior over there. I have a savior over there. I have a savior in the land where I am bound. I am bound. I have a savior over there. I have a savior over there. I have a savior in the land where I am bound. Please forgive me. I know I can't sing. But I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I just can't help it. <laughs> Woo! Mm, 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 mm. Psalm eighteen fourteen. Yea, he sent out his arrows and scattered them. And he shot out lightnings and discomfited them. Uh, Dr. Spurgeon goes on, the man with the mother load of unction and anointing. Uh, he being dead, yes, because real good. The lightnings were darted forth as forked arrows upon the hosts of the foe and speedily scattered them. Boastful sinners proved to be great cowards when Jehovah enters the lists with them. Amen. Go ahead, Spurgeon. They despise his words and are very tongue-valiant, very tongue-valiant. Go ahead, Spurgeon, what are you talking about? What are you saying, man? But when it comes to blows, they fly apace. Yes, sir. The glittering flames and the fierce bolts of fire discomfited them. God is never at a loss for weapons. Glory be to God. Amen, lights. Woe be unto him that contendeth with his maker. 
may I say that to you again and to all of us again. Woe be unto him that contendeth with his maker. One day you will meet your maker, you proud devilish person you. You need to think about that. God's arrows never miss their aim. They are feathered with lightning and barbed with everlasting death. Fly, O sinner, to the rock of refuge. Did you hear some of that old black uh, hooping, whooping sound? Did you get that? I can go there. I can go there now if I want to, but I'm not here to do that. And God told me not to do that. Ah, yeah, uh, I'm not going to do it. Refuge before these arrows stick fast in thy soul. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Go ahead. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for your holy word. And uh, Lord, I praise you and thank you for your servant who obeyed you and a man you blessed with a double portion, uh, impacting our lives even to this day. A man way over in England back many years ago, but you used him by the power of your Holy Spirit who lives today and speaks to our hearts in a very special way. And we give you all of the glory, praise, and honor for all of it is due your name. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. This is our third night in what I call the family verses. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4. Where God commands fathers. You know this is the word of God because God commands everybody. God is over everybody. Man, see if man wrote the Bible, this passage would not be in it. Because he would think that he's God. Okay. God speaks to the husband, the father, the wife, and the mother. And the children. We just got through dealing with the children. In the last set. And ye fathers, this is a commandment. This is not a suggestion. God is not pulling alongside you and trying to suggest something to you. Notice how he, he puts this. And ye fathers, let me tell you something. Provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Now, I don't know if Herschel Walker has provoked his son Christian to wrath, but I will say this to all of you fathers. When your child acts out like Christian is doing publicly, uh, and, uh, and I've already stated to you that uh, there are children who are being paid by the homosexual community to uh, curse their parents, uh, 
embarrass their parents. They're trying to drive a wedge between parents and their children. Now, uh, I don't know uh, uh, if Herschel Walker provoked his child to anger. I don't know. I don't think so. But I do want you parents to know there are demonic forces out there trying to split your children and they're trying to split your children from you on purpose and for a reason. Why? They want to turn them into homosexuals and lesbians and uh, join their demonic band of LGBTQ+. Plus. You know what the plus means? Jesus talked about it in the word legions of demons all of that is demonic it's satanic and they want your child to be on their demonic band okay and, and, and the way they do that is the same way child molesters get your little children with candy they give them candy like money they promise them X amount of dollars if you do this and turn against your father or your mother publicly and um, and or if you if the uh, father is a preacher to and he's against homosexuality, they'll try to drive a wedge in between the children and the preacher. And it, this has happened across the country. This has all been planned. I don't know if that's the case with Herschel Walker and his son. All I know is just a few months ago, he was introducing his father as a proud son to be the next senator of Georgia. Just a few months ago. And that's one of the things you will see and notice is that uh, it changed. That these, people, these children will change and flip like they've never been before. See, This is a demonic thing that has happened in this country. And this is their strategy. And it has worked. They, these people have flipped your child. And this, this is in the public school system. They teach your children in the public school system at an early age all the way down into kindergarten. Look at me real good. I don't have much more time because uh, I... I, 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 I I got some other things I need to do, but but let me just tell you this now. I'm helping you. All listen to me. Some of the sweet little uh uh what they call uh inclusive evangelical pastors don't like this because they are part, a part of it. Let me tell you something. If churches and pastors did not want certain things to happen, if they have not been paid off like Judas uh, and they don't want certain things to happen, it will not be happening in the public school system. So some of them have been paid off. Too. Not only the children being paid off, which they don't, they don't get much. Like the big time preachers who have been paid off, don't bow your head yet, it's not time to pray. Because I'm not praying right now. And I'm not playing. Hell is coming up in the public school systems all the way down into kindergarten, preschool, and I don't even know the difference of that. First grade, second grade, third grade, they're teaching your child what anal sex is. 
They're teaching your child how if you want to be a boy, cut your breasts off. Here's how you do it. Here's how you get it done. Cut your penis off if you want to be a girl. In the public school system. That's why I, I have said to you before school started, you parents who will put your children in these hellhole schools, I don't know you. And I doubt if you're saved. And I don't want to know you. Because you're putting your children into hell and they're being taught. Most of the, all the good teachers are gone. The rest are homosexuals and they come in transvestites in the classroom and think nothing of it. And dare you to say anything. And if you want the glorified babysitter, you better accept it. Because they already got your number two parents. They know that you about the freedom that you get from your children. And you don't want to trade that in. You don't want to lose that. So you'll let your child be taught by a blue, red, pink haired homosexual transvestite. And watch this. You, you think you think uh, it's gangster for these uh, homosexuals, LGBTQ plus legions of demons. You think that's gangster that they can influence your adult children, your young adult children by buying them a, an apartment or a condominium or a house or a boat or a car and so forth and, and, and put a hundred thousand dollars in their bank account. And then say there's plenty more. Tell me when you get low. You think that's gangster? It is gangster, but I, I want to show you some real gangster. These homosexuals and lesbians t telling your child to be your daughter, Stacy, to become a Steve. Without your, you, listen, they can't even get an abortion, as far as I know, without your permission and knowledge. But they can do that and have your child's breast cut off or penis cut off and wearing a dress and their hair cut if they're a girl and go the hell long as their boy. And you, and you won't know anything. That's gangster. And they mean business. And your sweet... Uh, evangelical inclusive pastor has been paid off to keep his mouth shut and so now according to Dr. Brown they're coming off into the church on Sunday morning you got a, 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 a girl that you Christian as a Christian young girl now is a boy looking like a gangster from the hood and a boy who has had his penis cut off who now is a girl you Christian him when he was a little boy And parents are beside themselves, and the pastor has nothing. That's what's happening in this country. That's why I'm warning you, and that's why I'm telling you, you need to get your house in order and prepare to meet your God, because these people are not playing. And I hate to say it. God has done his part always. Jesus Christ has done his part always. God is not going to take a bunch of dead Christians and some of them are lost and, and make them fight. Like they should. 
we do have free moral agency and we can choose to do the right thing with God's help and with the help of the Holy Ghost. But if we refuse to do so, this is what happens. God has done his part. Jesus has done his part. And he predicted that the church would fall away like this. We don't hear anything from the pastors. P parents don't have any hope or any help from the church. Because they've been bought. They're Judases. They sold you, your family, and the church down the river. While they live in a mansion on Porkchop Hill. And they're not going to the many mansions that Jesus Christ talked about. In... Uh, the word of God. Anyway. Fathers. Do not provoke. Your children to wrath. The Bible says. And. Uh, uh, don't be a hypocrite. Because that will provoke your child to wrath. Don't be a phony. Don't be a fake. Don't be a liar. Uh, don't be partial. Talking about you, this is my favorite child and all of that. No, no father who is born again and saved says anything like that. You're an evil, wicked man. You're an evil, wicked woman if you talk stupid like that. And, and, and especially in front of all of the other children. The devil is a lie. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Make it all about the Lord all the time. Don't, don't let it be about just you and them and you and, and, and mommy. Always uh, go above that and stay above that. Keep your mind and heart above in heavenly places. See God wants you to come to heaven when you die. And he wants you to have your mind in heavenly places right here on earth. That's what we just got through preaching on uh, not too long ago. Okay. Uh, in the family. Keep it 100 about the Lord. That's between you and your wife. I, I saw another article the other day by a sweet evangelical. They have some of you sweet evangelicals have messed up the church and you're guilty. A good argument is good for the marriage. No, it's not. Never has been. That's not in God's plan. Mm -mm. Do you argue with your, your boss on the job who pays you? Like you argue at home? No, you're not going to do that because you want that paycheck. So... You, you submit to the authority over you. That's what you do. And by the way, ladies, men have to submit to other men all of the time. And they do a better job than you do. Most of you women do. That's right. You say what you want. The governor of Florida had to submit to a man he hates almost. President Biden the other day. And he has done a wonderful job, unlike Trump did. Uh, I mean, being the president, uh, not wanting to help certain people and all this kind of stuff. 
And they work together. And they're working together as they should. That's what we expect. In light of a catastrophe. And, and, and the governor of Florida, Florida is doing the right thing by submitting and asking for help and doing it properly with respect. Uh, he, ha he has to submit. He's in a mess down there in Florida. He has to submit. Now, this is a guy who will probably run against Biden in 2024. But have you noticed how he has submitted and has bragged on the president and said the president has done a wonderful job? And that's what you do. See, it's a choice. It doesn't matter how you feel. Honey child. It doesn't matter how you feel. <laughs> you do you do your role. You do your part. Uh, even in sports, on the football field, basketball court, or whatever, men uh, recognize there's some people as the leader. Big old six foot nine players submit to a coach who has never played a basketball game in his life. I think one coach, he's about 5'6", Fratello is his name. He was a coach over Dominique Wilkins. And Dominique and all of the tall giants would submit to this little short man who's never played a game of basketball in his life. Big old fat coaches. Big old fat coaches. Coaching men who are fit. You can bounce a dime off their stomach. Listen to a big old fat coach. They submit. Some of the most talented men in the world who could play the game without the coach. They submit to what the coach says. And they do it. So submission is a big part of life. And that's what the DeSantis is doing down in Florida. Doing in Florida. He's doing it wisely and doing it well. <coughs> Take lessons. That's how you do it. One of the most beautiful things in the world is when a grown son or a grown daughter, they submit to or they show respect for their parents. And, and, and even though they may disagree with something, they show they continue to show respect. But anyway, I was going to tell you, uh, take a lesson from Herschel Walker. Uh, and if you if you, uh, you know, um, you want to know, uh, I believe that his performance is lackluster to say the least meaning uh what he was saying to uh one of the interviewers it was not believable okay so i'm not in anybody's camp okay i'm not in anybody's camp nobody's but what because what he said in, in one of these uh, it was several of these interviews is not believable <coughs> Uh, if he did pay for an abortion, he'll be better off and probably would s still win and would win by a larger margin if he just told the truth and said, I was wrong, I did it, and uh, uh, and so forth, and that's it. I have since changed my mind, or whatever the case might be. But what I, what I do like about what he did as a father... He has said, no matter what my son says, I love my son. And that's for you parents out there, you can say that. You may not agree with them. 
You may not even want to fellowship with them if they're doing something grossly wrong and evil, but you can still say, I love my son or I love my daughter. Anyway, let's pray for others. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I cannot thank you enough for the two services last night. I cannot thank you enough for the services tonight. I cannot thank you enough for uh, the things that you have allowed us and helped us to accomplish. For we cannot do anything without you. And Lord God in heaven, I do pray that you would have mercy and grace upon us. Even though I do thank you for uh, blessing us to pass out gospel tracts, uh, even on last night. Uh, I pray that you would have mercy and grace upon all of us who name the name of Christ. And please forgive us of our wicked sins of not uh, obeying your great commandment. And uh, forgive us of our wicked sins of not obeying your great commission. And now, Lord, I pray for the millions of people who are in a hurting position and who are hurting tonight all around the world uh, from the coronavirus plague down in Florida, down in uh, uh, also rather in Ukraine and around the world. Uh, Lord, I pray that you will comfort them as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation and we pray for some by name. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Texas resident John Wood. We pray for the family and friends of Wisconsin resident Robert Loam. We pray for the family and friends of New York resident Joseph Lewis Sr. And also, Lord, we pray for the prayer requests. Uh, Lord, we pray for uh, PTK. Please help him to fear you and uh, give him wisdom uh, in living his life. We pray for uh, Zeta. Please deliver him, his sisters, and his daughter from overeating and help them to have healthy relationships with food to ab avoid gluttony uh, that is favored by you. We pray, Lord, for Pastor Bushibi. Thank you for the great services they're having in all of their churches and for the souls that have been saved by your grace and power we pray lord for people to be healed and we thank you for those that have been healed and delivered and lord we pray that you would please bless and provide for the widows please bless the youth seminar revival and open air market please provide them with the 10 iron sheets supply for the nasyanda church roof save the witch doctors who are trying to hinder their ministry and work as they did in the early church and holy father god we pray for the people who have gotten saved through uh the ministry uh from the preaching of the gospel over this pulpit help them all to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and lord i thank you for the uh my entire family assisting me to proclaim your holy gospel. Thank you, Lord, for leading them to do that. Now, even my, all of my children who are grown, and I thank you for that uh, privilege and experience. And uh, Lord, I pray for Joshua, Nirbaga, Keith, Smith, Ivone, 
And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you as well. We pray for George, Nathan, Lola, Joseph, Ronell. We commit all of these souls into your hands, including ours. Help us all to stand strong in the faith and to grow in the faith. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Dear friends, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. And so if you did not hear me preach the gospel uh, a little bit earlier in the service, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Pray a little prayer, for the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Pray a little prayer like this. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments repeatedly. I am guilty and I deserve to go to hell. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. And save my soul from hell. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe in you. I believe that you died for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to change. Help me to repent of all of my sins. And help me to follow you for the rest of my life. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. And for his sake, amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, make sure you go to gospellightsociety.com and get my free book, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Download it, read it, and grow in the faith and become the strong Christian disciple that God wants you to be. Until next time, pray without ceasing.